0: Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 117. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever, to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach, and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back. So glad you're here, like truly glad. It shows that you have a commitment to growth and to creating more for your life. You know, we aren't ever done. The beauty of growth is that we experience life at new levels. It's kind of like a video game where you go up to the next level, there's new challenges, new experiences, new gear. And in those new levels of our life, we get there because of what we've experienced along the way and the strength we've developed. In those levels, We experience life in a more profound way because of how we think, how we plan, how we prioritize, what we have gratitude for. It's because we demand less of ourselves and others, and we spend time in the simplicity of what is and feel ownership of our life, for our life. We also have more to give, more wisdom, more resources, more connection. And that's what keeps me coming back week after week, offering content for you to unlock the next door in your life journey and experience more of what you want and not be held captive by what's normal for the human experience. Before we go any farther, a word from our sponsor. It's story time brought to you by locumstory.com. And today we'll be reading Docs in Shocks. Some docs are overworked, as work works overworked workers weary. Some docs are overstocked, stopped as pandemic tick-tocks keep docs off clocks. If docs are in shock, as the pandemic clock tick-tocks, then locums is the token to unburn the burnt-out broken. So how many clock tick-tocks must talk until Doc's tick box and swaps to the spoken locum tenens token to unburn the burnt-out broken? Enough ticks have talked, the time is now, and locums is how. Locum tenens tends to trend as a godsend mend to burnt-out ends. For more locum tenens information, drpodcastnetwork.com forward slash locumstory is your final destination. And on with our show. First, an update on fun things. Number one, the conference. Authenticity, courage, and empowerment for women physicians. Are you yearning to be in a small and supportive environment to restore, learn, grow? Mark your calendar, April 28th through May 1st, San Antonio, Texas. Next, we're building the speakers. Do you know someone that would be a great fit? If so, email me. And third, we are building the sponsors. So for you, if you own a business, share your product and service with 100 plus women physicians. Email me at hello at georgemdcoaching.com. Finally, fun thing number two, Craig's been home all week and he's doing well. He resigned from his teaching position. It comes with all the feelings. You'll hear more about this later as there is some relevance to today's topic. Our focus today contribution. And here's how the idea for this topic was started. I was saying goodbye to our son who was heading back to campus. He spent the morning with us. Me, how was your visit? Him, it was amazing. I came home, ate two delicious meals, slept. Raided the refrigerator and I'm taking back food that I can eat all week. (laughs) Me, it was amazing for me too. Him, with a puzzled look, he asked, why? Me, because it allows me to contribute to your life. Contribution, the way we're defining it here, giving in a way that you can see the impact, either the real impact now or the potential impact for the future. Contribution starts with giving, but it doesn't end there. It's feeling the impact, feeling the generosity, feeling the greater good from your giving. That's the return on investment. It's an emotional return on investment. It doesn't require that you know who your giving goes to, where it goes. It only requires that you create or receive an emotional reward Because you are seeing the bigger picture. You are contributing to the bigger picture. Here are some examples. Dropping off food for a family. The contribution may be feeling the reward of providing nourishment or imagining the relief the family doesn't have to worry where their next meal is coming from. It also might be from thinking about what it would mean to you. Second example, packing a to-go bag for your college student. Smile. Thinking about how he doesn't have to rely on the cafeteria. He can keep his schedule and always access healthier choices. He can also take care of his buddies and provide nourishment to them. Do you see the emotional return? How it's a positive emotional return? The ability to see a larger picture and the role that you are playing in that and carrying it out. When used as a verb, contributing is often defined as giving to. But if you scroll down, if you look at the last definition, it also includes being an important factor and or helping to cause something. And that's what we're referring to. Helping to cause something and experiencing the emotional reward of it. You might ask, isn't giving just giving? Smile. High achievers, we give and we usually give more than we have. We give until there's nothing left and we burn out, we fade out, we leave jobs and careers and relationships because all of the giving, and note, there are plenty of recipients who will keep taking, all the giving did not lead to contributing to something greater. Giving without seeing that larger picture or experiencing the emotional return, it's just not sustainable. Notice that the return can be anything, including an internal satisfaction at what our giving will lead to. I give a lot to my patients. It can't be matched or returned externally. There's a bill for services that's between the patient and the hospital. My fulfillment comes from the level of care and concern that they receive, and I'm proud of it. That's contribution. When I give more than I'm expected to, when the care extends beyond my scheduled shift, I go back to the contribution to remind myself that it's a choice. If I do the minimums, I don't like how I feel, which is uncertain. Uncertain that there may be a disconnection, a misdirection, or delay in care. When I do things at the level that I see as contribution, I feel confident that they've received the care they need and I feel pride for delivering it. Do you see how contribution works? It's a choice to see it and to experience it. And contribution never locks you in, not in the way that we're using the word and expanding on the concept, you always have freedom to stop contributing, change the contribution, or expand the contribution. Being human means that we often default to habits and patterns, doing what is more comfortable. However, when there is no sense of contribution, that's exactly the time that how, what, or when we give needs to be relooked. There may be a pull to keep doing the things you've always done because you don't want to upset somebody else. But notice this is an early warning sign that what is happening is out of alignment and it may be at your expense and it may come at a great cost. Giving without experiencing contribution leaves a lot to be desired. Here's an example. I'm giving my time to clean up the park. Versus I'm contributing to the appearance and safety of the park through volunteering. Those are two very different ways of looking at the same thing. And this episode is working to rewire your mind to think in terms of contribution, to be more connected with the feeling that your contribution creates, and to be more honest. When your contributions are creating resentment within you, That's a huge red flag, right? It says stop immediately. Whether it occurs in a work setting, in a marriage, in a friendship, in a business transaction, it doesn't matter. You've identified that you are on unsteady terrain and it needs to be reevaluated. When you see a change in your contribution, it used to be going towards building something and now it's going towards paying back debt, for example that's a red flag too. An unstoppable life has calibration systems to see the larger picture, to see when we're off track or on unsteady terrain and show us the warning system so that we stay emotionally honest with ourselves, stay in alignment with our core values and stay open in conversation with those we are contributing to or with. Contribution is about more than money. It exists on so many levels, time, energy, ideas, courtesy, kindness, attention, access. Contribution is sustainable because we continue to evaluate the emotional aspect of our efforts and choose where we are contributing and adjust our contributions when we are off track. When we think of all of our actions in terms of contribution, it helps us see a bigger picture for our lives, to see what we are building or strengthening, and to see how our core values are put into action. I'm in a writing class, and one of the prompts this week was to identify six words that we want someone to use when they're describing us to a stranger. So let's say my son is describing me to one of his classmates. (laughs) What word would I want him to use? I laugh here because a few years ago he was in a sarcastic phase and I can picture those words back then. My hope is that they're different today. (laughs) So six words, what are yours? Think about it right now. Even write it down if you can. What are six words that you want a person describing you to a stranger to use? Here's mine. Kind. Loving, warrior, healer, and forward thinker. So when I think of contribution, I can measure my actions and intentions with those six words. How I see myself in the big picture. Is this kindness or how is this kindness? Is this loving? Is this warrior like? Meaning, is this strength in action? Is this fighting for who I believe in? Is this healing or working towards healing? Is this forward thinking? How does this relate to contribution? It takes it to a new level. The first level is giving, the second level is the feeling associated with it and seeing the bigger picture of what it's contributing to and experiencing the emotional return on investment. The third level is measuring it up with how we view ourselves to see if it's in alignment with how. I define myself and how I wish others to define me. Isn't that cool? Three levels of experience within contribution. It doesn't magically show up for anyone. This is the result of thinking bigger about who you are and what you do and how you spend your two most precious resources, your time and your energy. And it also looks at how you spend or invest your money. Contribution. Craig contributed to many lives at the school he taught in. In the day to day by setting a standard and enforcing it and showing fourth graders the value of accountability, having a routine or in setting up habits, having respect for their appearance, for themselves and for others, and taking responsibility for their work, not allowing their parents to take all the responsibility. He generally gave more than he had. (laughs) as witnessed by returning home, exhausted, day after day. But his contribution to the bigger picture was his reward. Seeing each child grow into their potential, or showing them their potential over and over and encouraging them to see it as well. And when they left his class, seeing them return to share what they remember from fourth grade, and the differences, how their life was different. His contribution made it all worth it. He contributed to the parents too, especially the parents who had the first child go through his class. He shared his time and his energy to show them over and over who their child will become, despite the doubt, the discomfort, the uncertainty. Sometime either during the academic year they would realize it, About 95% of them noticed it a year or two later. (laughs) So if they hadn't noticed it during the same year, it was amazing the number of parents that would walk up to him anywhere in the community or on the fundraising night to share what they're thankful for, to share what their experience of their child was now and how fourth grade played a role. Before we go any further, hear this, everything shared about Craig is my opinion. It's not his opinion and it's not his experience. When I mention that leaving comes with all the feelings, one of them is loss. Loss of the opportunity to contribute, that giving to build up the future mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And here's what I find interesting about all of it. And I imagine this happens in many workplaces. One person's contributions are unappreciated or downright resented by others. Maybe it's misunderstanding. Maybe the contribution is seen as unnecessary or going overboard. Maybe it's seen as harmful. Who knows? But that's what changes a culture and essentially erodes a culture. What was a team working towards a greater mission becomes fragments of people doing their own thing. It's like in a boat, And everyone has a paddle, and everyone's paddling opposite so the boat doesn't go anywhere. And that's when people leave. They leave organizations, they leave relationships, they leave communities. This is another aspect of contribution for you to consider because humans have opinions and humans say words. And some of those words may be directed to your contributions, They might be cheering you on. They might be doing the opposite. They might be somewhere in between. And it affects the contribution because it changes the emotional reward of giving. So knowing this is essential to reclaiming your power so that your contribution stays in alignment with who you are and so that you always retain the ability to direct your contribution. People change, environments change, and you always have a choice. stay change, leave. Going back to those six words to describe you, chances are that you'll have clarity to decide what your contribution will be. I share this because none of us live in isolation and we cannot control others. It doesn't work and it's a waste of time. What we can do is intentionally evaluate first the giving we're doing, next the contribution we're making, Next, the alignment of the contribution with our core values. And then finally, the metering of the environment that we're contributing to, to ensure that it's one that we want to be part of and we're adding value to. Does it all have to be there? The choice is yours. Are you willing to live with what is there? Is it good enough? If so, keep going. If not, create your own experience. Contribute in alignment with your core values in environments where it's welcome. Thinking in terms of contribution adds so much value to our lives. Seeing a bigger picture for what or who you are contributing to and experiencing the emotion associated with it, the return on investment. Being in alignment with your core values and contributing to an environment that is in alignment. Lots of encouragement to look at your giving through the lens of contribution and continually optimizing it so that your life is more enjoyable and sustainable, so that your giving is building what you believe in, and so that your time and energy are renewed rather than depleted. That is an unstoppable life, living and contributing in an extraordinary way. Just a reminder, for doctors, the story has changed. Visit doctorpodcastnetwork.com forward slash locum story for unbiased information about locum tenens and to see if it should be your next chapter. And remember, locum tenens tends to trend as a godsend, mend to burnt out ends. I'm sending you all so much love and I'll see you next time. Ciao. Create clarity and simplicity with all of your marketing so that the people you serve know how you can help them. As a Story Brand certified guide, I help physicians create this to launch or grow any type of business. Sign up for a consult call with me at georgemdcoaching.com.